Hello! Welcome to the Energy Report with me, Rebecca Conran, here on the New Story Podcast. This is your weekly astrological roundup for April 12th through the 18th. The theme is, I look into life's mirror and what I see is beauty and benevolence. So we're being asked to choose to see beauty and benevolence this week. Um, The tarot card is the Nine of Cups. This card is dubbed laziness by Osho Tarot, and it communicates to us that there's a difference between true satisfaction and instant gratification. We all deserve enjoyment. Absolutely. Joy is such an important uh, emotion for us to feel, and we do deserve that. But there's a joy that feels nourishing and confidence building, and then there are fleeting joys. So a person in your bed for one night, that could be fun, but... How does it feel? leave you feeling afterwards? Um, you know, do you, does it leave you feeling more empty than before? So the major advice with this card is to not cut corners, uh, you know, to not sabotage true fulfillment for an immediate good time, to really make sure that we are um, still saying no to things that just don't feel right in our gut. You know, uh, we don't want just these quick fixes or slap a, a Band-Aid on something. We want to really get to the root of things. And um, our goal should be like long-term feeling peace and contentment, not just um, instant gratification. One message I received last week, a lot of um, the people I've spoken to as well, some of the things that are going on, Um, It's so important for us to keep our side of the street clean right now and to be integrity ourselves, no matter what other people are doing. We can't control the actions of others. If they're choosing to live outside of their compassion and kindness, that's up to them. And we really have to learn how to just completely detach from those peoples, from those situations that are toxic. Um, Also, knowing the difference between a response and a reaction is really important in keeping our side of the street clean. You know, when I feel reactionary and angered and hurt, I wait to respond. I nurture myself. I sit with those emotions. I figure out what's mine and what's what's not mine. And then um, I wait for a response intuitively rather than needing to immediately react. And... Even though I'm an assertive and direct person, um, I, however I may feel about somebody or a situation, I also know that in order to keep my own integrity, I can't fall into patterns of name-calling others or being derogatory towards them. You know, um, That would not be keeping my side of the street clean. And sometimes keeping your side of the street clean is knowing if you get off on being a victim, um, if you're somehow participating in any addictive abusive, um, toxic connections with others. Like where do you, where's your responsibility in that of, um, removing yourself from those situations? No one is responsible for, for our feelings, but us. So we need to keep our own selves in check and in integrity and doing so leads to higher levels of faith, 
trust, and confidence in ourselves. Starting the week off on Monday the 12th, we've got the moon conjunct Venus, both in Aries. Venus is just in its last days in Aries. And on this day, we're focusing on feeling lovable and being loving. The moon feels, and Venus is how we give and receive love. And when these two connect, we either feel very loving or we might be feeling the absence of love, uh, depending on what our current life lessons are. All love stems from self-love and the ability to have compassion and care for yourself equals the perspective you're going to hold on love and what you're able to give back to the world around you. So this is why self-love, that love of self is a most important quality to cultivate. If you have a hard time connecting with love for yourself, I would say pull out a photo of you as a young child you know, it's, it's almost impossible to look into the eyes of a, that sweet soul that you are when you were very small, too. Uh, it's very hard to look at that, them and then hold them outside of being lovable and worthy. Of course, you're so lovable. And when you feel that love, um, because you're behaving in ways uh, that are loving, you're thinking thoughts that are loving, then your capacity to love others, even through their bullshit, will also vastly increase. And the more you love yourself, the more that you won't put yourself through situations and experiences with people who treat you in toxic ways. You know, you'll, you'll immediately know to disconnect from certain people and situations. Tuesday the 13th, we've got the sun in Aries, sextile Mars in Gemini. So this is a really energizing day, um, a super energizing transit, and how we focus that energy is going to be up to us. This is a day where sparring or exercise or laboring, competition, even fighting will be more amped up. But that doesn't mean they have to be negative. Sometimes it's good to just be amped up. Um, I know that I love to win when I play backgammon with my boo, and that's just like a fun way uh, a fun sporting kind of competition energy. Um, so this energy doesn't need to be like violent or aggressive. It might just be having a bit more of that sort of like, um, yeah, just feeling more energized in our connections to others. If you have something physical to do on this day that takes a lot of exertion, especially mentally, uh, you might want to plan for it for this day. It's a very productive energy uh, the sun sextile Mars, um, and Venus spending its last day in the release degree of Aries. It does bring an added level of fire, fieriness, um, asserting boundaries and forging our way in the world are going to be top of our agenda. Um, on a personal level, it could be very passionate day. Anytime Mars is in the mix, you know, how we express our sexualities, uh, can flow more easily. So however you spend this day, this is going to be the day during the week where one of the days where it's, we're capable of getting a lot more done, especially in the intellectual realm, um, organizing our thoughts, communication, etc. Wednesday the 14th, we've got Venus, a big transit today. We've got Venus entering Taurus. So Venus in Aries season birthed a new sense of self when it came to our romantic direction, our direction that we were taking our self-worth and value. You know, it was clear to see 
what we were sick and tired of, the boundaries that needed to be enforced, the intentions that we wanted to set around how we love and what we need to feel loved. New directions have become very clear. And now with Venus uh, entering Taurus, we're going to focus on laying solid material foundations for those intentions. So which part of your birth chart does Taurus rule? This is where you may see an influx of beauty and resources in your own life over the next few weeks. Um, it'll also be where any imbalance in your sense of self-worth uh, may manifest for healing. The positive expression of energy during this transit is going to be to do with what we commit to and just like securing a bit more st stability for ourselves um, in the next few weeks. We also have a deeper connection to our senses and our sensuality during this time. So smell, touch, taste, they all become heightened. This is also a great time to just get into nature, to work with plants, get your hands into soil. The shadow side of this uh, transit is going to be miserly connection to our possessions. So really holding on tightly to what we can attain, uh, as well as difficulties accepting or surrendering to change being controlling, um, and, and, and a stifling of our emotions, you know, not letting our emotions flow freely can be part of this transit. If you love anything at all, you've got to be able to set it free. We mustn't try to own others that we're in relationship with or control them. So this is a really great transit, um, to practice non-attachment to the material world. It's nice to have nice things, but ultimately it's our inner state that provides fulfillment and security. And some of the lessons that we'll be learning through this transit will be about that. Will be about, you know, letting go to anything of anything that we're holding on too tightly to for security and really falling back into ourselves of, okay, this is where true security is. True security is me being there for myself. It's my state of peace or balance within Thursday, the 15th of April, we've got the sun in Aries, sextiling Jupiter and Aquarius. The sun is the center of our universe. It shines its warmth upon everything here in our universe and provides the light necessary for life. And you add in a positive Jupiter transit into that mix. And there's a, a, a big opportunity today for greater faith in ourselves and for expansion in our lives. This is a sunny and optimistic transit. It's great for our, our spiritual tools and values for practicing with those. It's great for any kind of intentional work you do personally with manifestation. Uh, I would expect some surprises around this transit because Jupiter is known to be the planet of luck. So expect the unexpected, expect for your expectations to be exceeded. And, um, you know, the, the only major advice with this is to uh, be aware that this could be a day where we overindulge because that's kind of Jupiter's, Jupiter is so exuberant that sometimes it goes a little, a little too uh, big, you know, uh, it's a little too extra sometimes. So we want to really watch for overindulgence that ends up making us feel shitty because we've overindulged. Um, in a negative way. So remembering that tarot card this week, don't give up your long-term goals for short-term satisfaction. Um, just because you could indulge doesn't mean necessarily that you should. So just checking in with your own choice around that. Friday the 16th, uh, 
We've got the Sun in Aries, square Pluto in Capricorn, as well as Mars in Gemini, trine Jupiter in Aquarius. So one pretty tough transit, uh, along with some easier energy. So the conflict between the Sun and Pluto today could cause struggles, people vying for control, but the positive influence of Mars and Jupiter could help remedy these types of situations. So yeah, there's the, the poison present and also the, um, the healing present. Pluto helps us to uncover what's going on at a deeper level. So this time to do with how we are identifying as a collective. Are we expanding for the benefit of all? You know, does what's going on around us, is it taking into account everybody's needs? Are we growing and uplifting um, everybody around us along the way? You know, this is a day where issues are surfacing, uh, but it's also a day where we can access solutions more easily as well. Uh, so if you are having a struggle with somebody on this day, uh, expect that the answer is not far off. It's pretty close by to the issues that are at hand. Saturday the 17th, we've got Mercury in Aries, sextile Jupiter in Aquarius, Mars in Gemini, and then also square Pluto in Capricorn. So again, another of those days where there's tension and conflict, but there's also solution available. Mercury square Pluto can really bring uh, obsessive thoughts, anxiety, power struggles. Um, so that can be a painful aspect on Saturday. But when used wisely, this transit along with the positive uh, uh, transits to Jupiter and Mars, it can bring a depth of introspection that's necessary to get to the bottom of what we're thinking and what we're believing in, which is all that mercury uh, energy. Today is a day when you could get into conflict with others, um, and yet the energy is there to work out your issues too. Sometimes you do need to kind of have a little knockdown, drag out fight in order for everybody to feel seen and heard and to get to the other side of conflict. But we need to still be remembering that requires that both parties want the other party to have their needs met too, you know. Um, how do we show respect for the perspective of all? How do we look for win-win solutions? I mean, that's how you really uh, quell conflict is that both parties are willing to look for win-win solutions and work towards that. Only you can tell if... Um, if that's available to you in conflict with others. Um, and if it's not, you know, don't beat your head against the wall trying to change other people. All you can do is kind of focus on yourself and shift your own perspective and shift gears for yourself. So really being aware on Saturday that this is a day where your anxiety could be ramped up to really nourish the nervous system. There's a lot of messages coming in. Um, there is some emotional release happening this week, which is what that nine of cups was also telling us. Something has come full circle, uh, in how we, in how we feel and how we love and give and receive. So just paying attention to that and, you know, taking good care of yourself as needed. If you wake up on Saturday and you're feeling really stressed out already and anxious, that's probably a day to take to yourself and to not, um, engage with others, you know, try to work out what's going on with you first before you take that out into your connections with others. 
Sunday, we end the week with some good energy on Sunday the 18th. We've got the Sun conjunct Mercury both in Aries. So what shifts in perspective began around February the 8th? This, uh, this transit here, the Sun conjunct Mercury, is really going to show us how far we've come in manifesting a new mental direction for ourselves. This is a super mentally busy day. It's a great day for correspondence, making plans, sharing or receiving important information, interacting with your community. If you've been waiting for the right time to respond to somebody, um, this would probably be the day. On this day, it's going to be easier to communicate what we uh, are identifying with. Our sense of self will be clearer to us. Um, it's a great day for agile thinking. I would say this might be a handy day for catching up on taxes or admin to any of that kind of stuff, any kind of correspondence, emailing, texting, calling people, etc. Um, so we have some, some ups and some downs this week as usual. Um, I think the main transit into the Venus transit into Taurus is really the biggest, um, shift we're going to go through on the 14th. Um, so just take good care of yourself. Lots of you know, something that helps me if I'm really agitated is to kind of stay away from stimulants and things that may be agitating me even further. So if you're already feeling anxious or stressed out, maybe you don't drink coffee, uh, or, you know, and you do the opposite. You drink really nourishing teas or something herbal to help relax and calm you. Um, and as usual, be sure to take enough time to rest. You know, like if you're feeling agitated and anxious, it's maybe a cue that you're just pushing yourself too hard and you need to wait until you feel less reactionary to get some of your responsibilities fulfilled. All right, friends, I want to thank all the monthly energy report supporters and patrons who help to keep this uh, podcast and the newsletter available. Thank you so much for your donations. Uh, if you'd like to give any amount, you can via Venmo or via Patreon, both of which are linked in the show notes. Um, I have a couple of sound baths coming up in Mountaindale, New York. Only five participants. Uh, one is on the 13th of May. One is on the 29th of May. I'd love to see you. It's about an hour and a half from the city, so you could just come. Um, if you have uh, transportation, you could come just for uh, the day. There's lots to do up here, and um, everybody does wear masks during the sound baths and is distanced, uh, but it's a really wonderful energy-clearing uh, deep meditation. So if that's something that you're interested in, uh, you can sign up via my website, www.rebeccaconran.com, and if you want to see any of my other uh, offerings, they're all available through the website. All right, loves, have a great week. Lots of love.